everybody. Welcome to um, this. Here is the problem. Um, sorry, I just kind of blanked there. Um, yes, this is here is the problem. Thank you for joining us today. We got a lot to talk about. A lot to discuss, and I'm hoping that uh, a bunch of people will come on board and listen to the show as it is. So I hope that uh, people are listening to the show right now as it is. So, um, this is the best time to come on to the show and and talk to me and you know listen to what needs to be said of course that's going to be that's going to be needed um on a regular basis so that's how it is all right um so uh we are streaming live this is fantastic. I'm sorry that I haven't been able to do the show on a regular basis. I've been busy. Yes, 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 I've been busy. And um, that's the best part about it. So we're going to do the show now. And... Um, we're going to discuss a lot of things happening, and I'm hoping people will climb on board and discuss. We need discussions. We need people to join in. Um, you got concerns. You got issues to talk about. Go for it. Um, you know, I mean... Uh, you got, uh, simple, um, concerns, let's discuss them here and now. So, this is the best time to do it. And, uh, yeah, you know, we got a lot to, um, to engage in and... Um, you know, and let's see if we can discuss uh, a lot of stuff happening, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Um, but of course, I think we have a lot of people who are interested and who are interested in learning about issues from a strong libertarian standpoint. So that's what we're going to do today. I um, just wanted to, again, apologize for not being online because of my health, because of me being hospitalized quite a great deal. Um, I will go into that, but not today. Um, I'm not going to discuss that today. I'll discuss it on the next show, but it's one of those things where um, 
you know, I, I really find no comfort in discussing something like this. So, as you can probably guess, um, it's not my favorite part of the show. So, um, let's see here. Um, I'm going to go into the local, state, and federal levels of libertarianism, particularly the local libertarian parties and the state libertarian party and the national libertarian party. I'll get into all that. Um, today's show, as I indicated in my notes, it's much more vibrant than um, it normally is. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad it is, and I'm happy that you got a lot of people who are really anxious to talk about these things. And um, also, I'm considering a 2020 congressional run. I'll be discussing that on the next show, um, but um, that's going to depend on a few things, like my health, what issues my constituents are concerned about, whether their concerns match up my own, and a number of other factors as well. So... And, uh, oh, and of course, whether I can raise the money to run for Congress. So that will be disclosed at a later date. So here are the topics today. Um, I think it's something that we need to talk about. Um, let's start with the first one. So how did everybody enjoy the midterm elections? <laughs> um, I, I will say, um, you know, with all due fairness, I, I was not surprised. I mean, the Democrats were hoping that they were going to have a blue wave affecting them this year they were hoping they were going to win so many seats that the republicans would be the minority and in some ways part of that is true but not entirely um the gop lost the house which means that their majority in the house is pretty much reduced substantially. The Democrats got what they wanted. And the Republicans, believe it or not, have decided that, well, we need to, you know, um, attack the Democrats on, you know, their social justice warrior stuff, on their attack ads against Trump, 
their hatred of Trump. Not, um, but it feels like they were doing the same thing that the Democrats are guilty of doing. They're the ones who wanted no, um, who who wanted to do something about immigration this year, and this is where they fail miserably at it. And a lot of people, well, a lot of people aren't really on board with immigration. And it makes you wonder why. Okay. So to say that, you know, this is a problem um, that's... That's basically putting it mildly. You know, the Democrats, for the most part, knew what they were campaigning on, and they were winning. They were going all out to win those seats. They didn't have this huge tsunami effect politically speaking, but they did win a number of seats to the point where the Republicans did lose control of the House. And because of that, the Republicans, this really hurts them, but, you know, the Republicans made a lot of promises in 2016. Last year, they didn't do shit. They didn't um, repeal Obamacare. They didn't repeal all the provisions of the Affordable Care Act. They didn't do all of that. And yet, the Republicans were playing hard and heavy to the Democratic bases all over. And I think that was a really, really um, awful thing for them to do. That being said, I think that Republicans have wasted a bunch of shots because, you know, when you think about it, Republicans are kind of like, yeah, you know, all right, so we screwed up. Big deal. But that's been their attitude for a while now. And honestly, I think that um I think that the um, the midterm elections have been pretty much, um, yeah. So have been pretty much in dire. Um, a lot of people will say, even in the media, that this time it was worse for Trump. Maybe they were, but Trump is, um, you know, um, because of their loss of the House, 
the election results are showing that yeah the 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 democrats lost but they um but they are the ones i mean they they lost the the senate the democrats lost the senate but they won the house the republicans lost the house but they won the senate and because of that well with that in mind you got um the you got states like um you know like um uh tennessee you know there were some runs i mean republicans did win and whatnot uh, in some races, there were many wins, but overall, um, it was it was where um, you had a bunch of people winning seats on the Democratic side in Michigan, but also Republicans winning. Um, as well, and um, you've had a former state senator Gretchen Whitmer, who is now the governor of elect of the state of Michigan. She is, um, she has creamed Bill Schuette, and you know, Bill Schuette. He was the um, the attorney general for the state. He's done for. Politically speaking, he has no political capital anymore. That political capital is gone. Um, so with that being said, um, Republicans unfortunately didn't win the Senate in Michigan. They didn't win the House, and they didn't win the governorship. But some Republicans won. It just, they just didn't overtake a bunch of Republicans or a bunch of Democrats in, you know, their respective localities and their municipalities. So it's... Not a surprise that we are experiencing this. You know, I, I was not surprised that Gretchen Whitmer was going to win the gubernatorship. And it was, <laughs> it was a joke. I mean, but, you know, it was not unexpected. And I think that's what I think hurt her more than it hurt him. And, you know, it's one of those situations where Democrats are going to say, yes, we won, we, we killed a bunch of other states, 
And that is true to a certain point, but Republicans took over the Senate. So it's a libertarian option at this point. I'm glad that we've got this division within the government. It's called gridlock, and it's called gridlock for a reason. That means Democrats and Republicans are, are going to be at odds with each other, and they're not going to be able to grow the state with the state being deadlocked. And it's really, really awful when you're dealing with... Republicans who are slowly but surely not winning um, at this time, and they they are going home in droves. Um, that means Trump has has his work cut out for him. By 2020. Um, He's got a lot of work to put out there to accomplish. And he's going to need that type of support. He's going to need all the help that he can expect from Republicans and independents. Otherwise, He's going to be the only president of this century who, right now at best, is a one-term president. He, he'll sink himself into a one-term presidency rather quick. And if he's not careful, it's going to be too late for him. But, you know... That's my advice to Trump. Um, I couldn't care less whether he is a one-term president or not. I mean, the economy isn't growing as fast as many of Fox News' watchdogs say. Um, you know, there are some great things, but there's also a lot of terrible things that Trump has done within the past year. And it's not a surprise. It's really not a surprise when you look at all of the other statistics and you realize, you come to find out, that these people are just... They're just using you, and they don't care what happens to you. So it is one of those situations where you got to find out if there is going to be some sort of a great relationship between... Trump and the voters. And if there is no great relationship, then it's over. Um, but that's, that's basically the extent of what happens. And 
You know, um, I think uh, I think she's going to have some problems. I think um, I think he's going to have some problems. So will Melania. So will uh, Trump's other followers. And I don't think um, I don't think they're going to be able to deal with that very well. So it's um, it's up to them. But <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out so well. Um, I hope I'm wrong. But something is telling me that I'm not too far off. So what will happen is... Um, I guess what will happen is that you're going to have a number of people who are, um, you know, um, who are not going to be uh, looking around and they're not going to get the kind of help that uh, you hope they will get. And the Republicans are going to lose. And I think, um, I think it's going to be sad. And I think it's going to be uh, endemic of a much, much bigger problem. So, um, I think right now, It's gonna be, um, it's 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 gonna be a bigger problem than most people realize. Now, I will say, with all fairness, that Republicans will lose badly, and that gives libertarians capital L libertarians, a unique advantage to combat the Democrats. And it gives us a chance to say something. It gives us an opportunity to fight back. If we can pull that off, if we can show people, hey, you know, we're on your side, um, then maybe maybe we can do something here and that is probably where a lot of other people well 
We'll be happy to see it. And, um, and I think uh, it's going to be um, fantastic. It's going to be sociable. You know, in the next couple of years, we're going to be dealing with a lot of issues. Libertarians like myself in the party, we're going to see some growth. And we're going to see some people who are retreating from the party and leaving it. But I think the new people will replace them and be better activists than the ones who are currently, um, some of the ones who are currently with us right now. And I think that's all we can expect. So... I think um, I think it's rather rather poignant that people are going to be, you know, very helpful and very supportive and very wonderful and and whatnot. Um. But, you know, it's just one of those things. And uh, we'll see if they come into fruition or not. But that's the problem, though, right now. Um, The midterms are over. The Republicans, getting back to the topic, um, considering I was on a um, tangent there. But Republicans, they're... Overall, I don't think they're doing as well as they thought they would. And uh, libertarians have a chance to beat them at their own game and to beat the Democrats as well because we don't want social justice warriors. We don't want feminists. We don't want the crazies and the Luddites and... You know, these these disgusting racists who seem to dwell on white privilege and impose their brand of white guilt onto whites just for being born and just for accepting their social status in life bullshit. Um, but that's exactly what we're dealing with. We're dealing with Republicans who just, I tell you, man, uh, who are just weaklings, but we're primarily and principally dealing with Democrats who are vicious, mean-spirited, and hateful. And they are no better than the GOP, at least many members of the GOP, because these people just don't believe in liberty. They don't believe in consistent principles. They just want us gone. So that's all there is to it. 
Um, if you got like any questions or anything, please just let me know. And I'm um, hoping that other people will tune in. Um, but oh, we got somebody here. Uh, somebody who is oh, damn it. Uh, somebody who is Lone Hermit. Come back, Lone Hermit. I would love to talk to you. I would love to get to know you. Um, jeez. I don't know why this person left. Uh, that kind of sucks, but oh well. Um... But, you know, uh, we got a lot to be um, thankful for. Um, we still have our democracy. Unfortunately, other different types of referendums pass. The only one that I supported wholeheartedly was... The um, um, the legalizing marijuana approach, and this is for patients who want to grow their own marijuana, and they can do so legally without any cop hassling them. They're allowed to grow up to ten plants. I think it's something like that, and. That's what happened. Ooh, how's it going, man? You're back, Hermit. All right. You're back. You're back. Ooh, we got somebody here. Let's find out from 484919. Here we go. All right. Who is uh, from Four eight four nine one nine. Hi, I'm just listening. Ah, okay. So, um, thank you for calling. You got like any questions or anything, or? No, you can mute me for right now. I'm just listening in for a bit. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yep, what's thanks. your name? Lone Hermit. Lone Hermit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're the one who left. Now you're back, and uh, thank you for coming back. It's great to hear from you. So uh, thank you for uh, calling into the show, and I will definitely uh, keep you in mind. And if you have any questions, you just let me know. Okay. Um, all right. So here we go. I'm putting on mute. All right. So basically, it's uh, this whole situation is this whole election, Michigan um, midterm elections as well. It's just... Well, it's been a disaster for the Republicans. It's been a disaster for... Um, it's been great for the Democrats, um, but it's primarily uh, this election term has been really not so great.
great for the Republicans. Uh, not so good for independents, including, my I add, libertarians. Yeah, um, Gretchen Whitmer got over 60% of the vote, if I recall correctly. I may be off on the figure. But uh, Bill Schuette, um he was like, a lot less than that, but um, Bill Jelano, who is running for governor as a capital L libertarian here in the state of Michigan, he lost badly, which means that the Libertarian Party of Michigan lost its primary status, and we can no longer keep our, our primary anymore. This was the only time we were able to have a primary. And because of this, because of the foolishness, um, the stupidity of the party, you know, electing him to be our governor and, uh, you know, our, our gubernatorial candidate, I mean, and choosing this Angelique Thomas Chase here. Um, she was not a happy camper. She kept her distance from uh, from Bill, as I understand it. And um, a lot of it is because Bill Jelenol was never a libertarian. He really acted like he was a libertarian, but you could see right through the guy. The guy was a slime ball. Um, he should never have been picked by the delegates at the state convention this year. That was a mistake. I wanted John Tater. I voted for him. And unfortunately, the delegates overwhelmingly supported Bill Jelenol. And Jelenol just didn't do shit for the party. He didn't do shit to help his campaign. I mean, hardly anybody heard of the guy. And even if they did, he really didn't want to do certain interviews and whatnot. I mean, when people are pursuing your campaign, Jelenol, you have to run. You have to run. I'm sorry, dude, but you have to run. So that's the deal. That's exactly what happened. Uh, Lone Hermit has left already. And thank you for, you know, accepting my call into um, for... You know, um, for um, I, I just want to thank Lone Hermit for um, calling into the show just to listen to, but at least he answered a couple of my questions. So thank you, Lone Hermit. Now, getting back to the discussion at hand, I really didn't like the bullshit, the nonsense that was going on. 
And I'll, I'll be honest here. This whole situation, it's a natural fuck-up. Um, you know, now that Whitmer is the governor-elect, which is going into the second topic here. Well, actually, before I go into the second topic, I just want to finish up on my statement on Bill Jelenol. Bill Jelenol is a piece of shit. He's a fuckhead. He really destroyed any chance he had of of wanting to run for office, and he never did. He didn't stick his he he didn't stick to his guns. So you know, I'll tell you, he is the problem, and um, I remember when he was chair of the state party, he censored me. And um, I'm not going to support a gubernatorial candidate who censors people. Sorry, just not going to happen. Sorry, not going to be what you think it should be. So, um, oh yeah, Lone Hermit goes, thanks for having me. Take care. No problem, Lone. Um, but that's the whole point, right? Like, that was the big deal, the big optimistic thing that was going to be part of the party. Bill Jelenol winning the ticket. And um, he was going to be, you know, this big, uh, big candidate who was going to bring the party into a level where people will just talk about the party left and right. That never happened. Um, his, uh, his, his running mate, who's an attorney who doesn't know much about libertarianism as far as I'm concerned. She was a big waste of time. And why they chose her, I don't know. Um, they really screwed the pooch and they they really screwed up. I mean, they really shouldn't have had her on the ticket after all because she wasn't really qualified. But what's done is done. She was chosen by the delegates, and because she was chosen, she was going to be Jim Bill's hand-picked you know, right-hand woman. Now, I think she could have made a better gubernatorial candidate than a Veep or uh, Lieutenant Governor, I'm sorry. She would have been a better gubernatorial candidate. And we need a gubernatorial candidate running for governor 
in our party. Um, the Democrats have that pinned down. Why haven't the Republicans? Why hasn't my party done it? Jesus, people. Take notice of this stuff. When are you going to get those kinds of people in power? When is that going to happen? So, um, but that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. Um, Okay, let's get into Gretchen Whitmer, the um, the the governor elect. I knew she was going to win. I had a feeling she was going to win. She was bolstering support, and her support was going through the roof in the polls, and she was winning by lots of margins. I probably should have picked her over um, the Republican or somebody like Bill Jelenol. But no, I, I picked Keith Butkovich because I believed in his campaign. He only got a meager 1%. He did worse than Bill. But, you know, it happens. It really happens. I mean, this is the difference between the two of us. Um, but it was, um, you know, the big question right now, now that she's the governor of elect, um, and she is going to have full control of Michigan. She's either going to be a far left governor or a quote unquote moderate slash centrist, end quote. And it's really hard to say how she's going to govern, and is she going to be approximating Jennifer Granholm? If she does, I hope the Michiganders have some sort of a backbone to vote against the establishment the next time around. If they don't, God help them. I mean, seriously. You're, you're basically um, the problem here, and that's it. That's it in, in, a, in a nutshell. But, you know, like I said, asked, is she going to be a far-left person or is she going to be a moderate? I don't know. I hope. I would like to think that maybe she could be more reasonable and not raise taxes and cut spending and be a different kind of democratic governor. I'm hoping that she might go that route. Um, 
we don't know what her first terms are going to be like. Um, is she going to energize the state of Michigan in all its perfect glory? And, um, you know, the big other question is, is she going to be a SJW, a social justice warrior, or is she going to be a feminist, like part of the whole Me Too thing, or both? Or, and this one question that I never typed out in my episode description, is she going to be neither? I don't know, man. I mean, it's really hard to say. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out soon enough when she begins to take over. But I'm hoping that she's gotten more than enough sentence to call. And I hope that she has that, that sense. I hope she does think about it. Um, probably not. Probably not. Um, you know, I think that had Shooty won, it wouldn't have made that much of a difference. Republicans are fucking morons because they just don't have their shit together. Um, but, you know, is it really a big surprise? Are we really, really shocked at all about what's going to happen? Really? Honestly? I'm not shocked. I'm hardly ever shocked. But people are going to say, well, we don't know what's going to happen. And they're right. We don't know what's really going to happen at this point. But I can tell you one thing. People are going to be wondering whether or not um, the Democrats are going to stay in power. And the Republicans will have lost everything they counted on. Something that they won in 2016. And only because the whole thing with Trump was a fluke. Trump could have, have easily lost the... Um, the election as much as Hillary did. He could have lost. Hillary could have knocked him out of the park. 
according to the Electoral College, it's very possible that, you know, uh, Hillary could have won the election and Trump would have just gone back to his businesses and forget about the idea of him running for re-election. Not that I'm hoping that Hillary would ever take over. But when you have two opposing pro-liberty views and they don't believe in pro-liberty, both sides are just bad. One side is worse than the other, and the other is far more lenient than the worse. Um, it makes you think about things. It makes you think about them because you know how this is going to affect us and whether or not these things are going to get us in the end. Um, we have a lot of problems with the roads. We've got problems with spending and taxes and regulations here at the state level. We have a lot of our schools um, in a heap of trouble. We have immigration as a problem here. We even have gun owners being, assault, being assaulted simply because of what happened to uh, the kids at Parkland. Um, you have two people who are new um, as hell, and he um, he's an arrogant um, he's an arrogant jackass, and she is this sort of a. Well, I guess you could say she is kind of, sort of, of a slut. But that's not to be totally, totally surprised because, you know, we're talking about a media slut somebody who is not a sexual slut but i'm talking about like a media slut like a like a, a media whore and you know somebody who is narcissistic and obsessed with their looks and their appearances i can't uh, argue against that so we got a problem. We got a problem that is affecting everybody here in this state. Now, 
The question is, do we do something about the schools? Do we do something about guns? Do we do something about, you know, banning assault weapons, as they call them? Um, these are, you know, these can be very dangerous if you're not careful. But if, but if they're exposed to something, and um, the government, their own government, hasn't done a very good job of cleaning this stuff out. So much more the need to get out of there, to hightail it out of there. Again, more tangents coming from me. But uh, yeah, the uh, the midterms were interesting. Um, I don't have anything much more to say about the midterms. Um, who wants to go and? Um, make a a request to um, spend time with loved ones and somebody who is awesome to work with to deal. But that's a question for another day. Um, okay, so let's get on to the other subject here. And I think it's needed. Um, I've been a longtime comic book fan. Marvel. DC, IDW, Dark Horse, any comic book company you can think of, I probably have seen it. Just recently, Stanley died of what appears to me as natural causes. So if if Stan Lee if he was in trouble health wise then why would he why would he um, not uh, disclose the conditions? Maybe he did. Or maybe he didn't. <clears throat> I 
Um, oh, well, it turns out, yeah, he died at the age of 95, but he was uh, sent to Cedars Sinai Medical Center in downtown Los Angeles, um, California. On November 12th, 2018, after being rushed there in a medical emergency earlier in the day. Earlier that year, Lee revealed to the public that he had been battling pneumonia, and in February was rushed to the hospital for worsening conditions around the same time. Uh, Roy Thomas, who became Lee's uh, successor as um, editor-in-chief, he visited Stan Lee two days just before his death to discuss the upcoming book, The Stan Lee Story, and stated, I think he was ready to go but he was still talking about more cameos. As long as he had the energy for it and didn't have to travel, Stan was always up to do some more cameos. He got a back kick. Um, he, got, he got a kick out of those more than anything. So he didn't have to travel. I guess Roy didn't have to travel, I guess. Um, you know, um, he's got a, a kick of those more than anybody else to do cameo work. And Lee loved doing cameo work. Um, yeah, this is the same comic books writer who created the Fantastic Four, um, who's created, you know, uh, Ant-Man, The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, the Fantastic Four, um, you know, like, uh, oh, what is that group's name? Um, the big chunk of rock. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's really... It's it's really really hard to say at this point. Um, but um, you know, the the question is really, how did he die? Did he die based on what the others saw? What happened? Um. Or was the camera aimed at this actress's face was a subtle 
um, creepiness that nobody. But I guess we'll never know. Um, you know, the media will probably say a lot of things, the far left media. And uh, they'll probably speak out of turn or insult Sam. But either way, um, Stan is with the Lord and the Lady, and God bless him for all his years in service of Conning Parks. For every young child and young adult reader to understand his stories and why these characters are driven the way they are. Um, oh, yeah, but. Uh, and then, of course, I'm not going to go any further into it. I'm just going to say, rest in peace, Dan. Rest in peace. Excelsior, my friend. Excelsior. Uh, you know, but... Another uh, celebrity guy doesn't seem to care for Stan, and that's Belmar. Now, how many of you, show of hands, heard about Belmar's piece in which he attacked But that's Belmar for you. Because he likes to attack people. Case in point. Um, he, um, he, he wrote a, a blog piece that was appended to his blog online. It was called Adulting. Um, But anyway, that's what happened. So, um, you know, uh, basically, Bill Maher decided he's going to write a blog post called Adulting, in which he criticizes, condemns, and knocks down Stan and his comic book fans for loving comic parks. I mean, he goes on to say, well, um, these are from the people who think comic books are just important when they're not. And that these are the same people who um, allowed Trump to get elected. 
bullshit. Nobody forced um, nobody forced anybody to do anything. It's not like the comic book fans wanted this to happen. They didn't want Trump to be elected, but they weren't going to go with Hillary either. Um, so, um, because of this, you know, um, I, I understand when this controversy broke out, Marr, uh, was doing a cameo spot on Iron Man 3, and it turned out that he uh well it 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 turned out that um you know he said a, a, a number of ass ass things about Sam and the presidency uh, basically but But Marr has the gall to say that Trump got elected because of Marvel Comics fans who were buying comic books as a way of thanking Stan for the wonderful memories. I remember when I was a kid, I used to go to Comic Book Corner. I used to go to Comic Book Corner. I used to buy every week, like on every allowance day, I would go there, I would buy hundreds of comics, used ones primarily. It was just unreal. I mean, Bill Maher is a fucking asshole. He's a motherfucking asshole. Dan, or I'm sorry, Stan had more integrity, more morality, and much more kindness than Maher ever will have. But of course, the one question I asked him was, then uh, where is it? Uh, oh boy. Oh, have you been to um, uh, to um, the com comic cons and the other stuff right then and there. Have you been to Comic Con? 
have you been to say um meeting well i shouldn't say meetings have you been to meeting other comic book fans have you been interested in exploring these topics with them without sounding very condescending and very much like a prick so um i think no matter what happens i think uh stanley should get um like um a posthumous hollywood star walk of fame if he hasn't gotten one already and i hope he does get that i really do i mean i really like the guy i i really loved him he was a warm human being he loved his fans he cared about them he created heroes for you know um my generation had gotten used to and also the later generation the later generations had gotten used to it either but throughout the ages throughout the generations taste and comics are not used to be you know so but who knows maybe i'm wrong i hope i am i really do hope i am um but yeah you know it's um belmar had to be a dipshit he had to say this and you know because of this he took a lot of heat from fellow comic book fans a lot of people aimed their missiles at belmar and perfectly right and perfectly so i mean you just don't do that and you just don't turn it into something that would complicate matters why you say ask But anyway, I'm starting to nod off a little bit and I'm getting tired. So uh, I'm going to end this early. It was going to be a two hour show, but I think I covered it. I, I don't need to spend the entire two hours discussing this. I should have made it an hour and 15 minute show that would have been more than okay for me and and whatnot so 
Thank you very much, everybody, for streaming with me. Um, I will be back sometime next week, hopefully on Monday, maybe Saturday or Sunday. Um, we'll figure it out. But until then, keep on smiling and keep on dreaming. Keep the dream alive. And Stanley, rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace. Talk to you then. And away.